Get ready for your daily dose of marketing strategies and tactics from entrepreneurs with the guile and experience to help you find success in any marketing capacity. You're listening to Marketing School with your instructors, Neil Patel and Eric Sue. Hey, Marketing School listeners, I have an interesting stat for you. Did you know that Walmart improved their conversion rate by 2% for every second that they improved their load time? In other words, website speed helps with conversions. In addition to that, Google uses it to determine where your site ranks in their index. So the faster your website loads, the higher you'll rank. For that reason, I want to talk to you today about a company called DreamHost. DreamHost powers the web with fast websites and superior customer service brought to you by a team of web experts who are super committed to your success online. We've worked with them to create a special offer just for Marketing School listeners. All you have to do is go to dreamhost.com slash marketing school to learn more and get your website online today. It's time for another episode of Marketing School. I'm your host, Eric Su. And I'm Neil Patel. And today we're going to be talking about how you can get a job in marketing. So marketing, there's a lot of different disciplines we can go through, but we are going to share some of the stories around what we look for in marketers, how you can go about finding a job. I'm also going to share about how I got my first job in marketing. But Neil, why don't we kick things off from you? Sure. So I have more experience hiring marketers than applying for marketing jobs. Later on, I can go in depth on some of the job offers I've had and how I've closed them, but I never really took them because I don't want to work for anyone. But when I look for marketers, when people send me their resume, I immediately don't read them. I never read resumes. To me, they're a bunch of bullshit. Why? Because you can write anything in there. You can sound really smart. Someone can help you out and it just doesn't matter. Resumes don't tell me if someone's capable of doing something. The first thing I do is when someone wants to be or work for me or work with me, I get on the phone with them. I ask them what they've done in the space. After they break that down, I say, hey, look at my website. And I don't give them advance notice of this. I just say, hey, look at my website. If you want to work for me and you tell me that you can do something, what is it? Drive more traffic, sales, whatever it may be. I ask them on the spot. What do you think you can help with? And they'll usually come back with the answer such as, oh, I think I can help you grow your traffic or increase your search engine rankings. I'll be like, all right, are you online right now? They'll be like, yeah. I'm like, load up neilpatel.com. They'll be like, okay. I'm like, what would you change to get more search engine traffic? And if they can't answer on the spot, I won't hire them. Even if they say on the phone, oh, I need a bit more time. I'm not sure I have to look through the website. Well, you should have done your homework. And if you need more time, a lot of times I'll be like, no, I can hold on the phone, go through it right now. And I want to see what they say. If they come up with really good ideas, I'm intrigued. I also look for people who are scrappy and have their own websites. If you don't have your own website, what have you really marketed? If you haven't worked for anyone else, you don't have your own website, where have you tested? Sure, you may understand theories and concepts, but I don't care about theories and concepts. I want someone who can actually implement something on my own website. And funny enough, all the marketers that I've tried to hire are the ones who don't even interview first they email me saying, hey, Neil, your website is really screwed up and here's where you're not getting as many sales or conversions or traffic and they're breaking down in a PDF or a Word document or email all the things that are wrong and anytime someone does that and there's some validity behind some of their points, they're not always 100% right, I always get on the phone and be like, wow, I can't believe you sent this to me. I love this. I remember the other day someone sent me a 40-page PDF on how I'm screwing up my business and I'm not generating as much traffic or sales. I tried hiring him on the spot. And he said, oh, my wife's having a baby, not now, maybe in like eight months. 
I called him back eight months later. I put it in my own calendar to call him back, even though I was really busy. And I said, hey, I want to hire you right now. And he's just like, oh, I don't know. I'm taking on a few other clients, yada, yada, yada. And I'm like, I'll pay you double. Why? Because the PDF he sent me was so good and actionable. Yes, I know almost everything in that PDF, but I wasn't doing it. I was lazy. So why not hire someone like that to do it to my own website? In essence, I'm looking for someone who can break down what I'm doing wrong and knows how to implement things. If you don't know how to do that, create your own website, practice on your own site, learn, get better, and then when you pitch for job openings, show them what they're doing wrong. I think that's a that's a great point. You know, talking about how having to go above and beyond. Recently, we made a hire, and this guy literally he wrote an entire medium post. Medium is very very beautiful when you're writing on it, and he formatted everything. And he's like, "Here's what I would do exactly for your site." This was, by the way, he was responding to a job posting. All of these people were applying on AngelList and other job boards that we had going on, and this guy stuck out. So when you do something like that, you do a 40-page PDF for Neil, or you write a long-form medium post. It shows, for example, this guy was trying to apply for a writing job. It shows that you're above the crowd. You stand out from everyone else, and of course, you're going to get my attention. You got, you get a guy like Neil putting in his own calendar to follow up with somebody in eight months. And that means a lot. It's because that person went above and beyond. Now, one thing I want to talk about: the first marketing job that I got, I had zero experience, and this was when I was still working my 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 dead end data entry job when I was 23, 24 years old. And I applied for a job to be an internet marketing intern at this place. And they, it was a very grueling interview process. Basically, I went through four or five rounds and finally I was hired. But here's the catch. I was working for completely free and it was about a four to five month program. And there was, it was really, you know, I had to layer this on on top of my full time job and really deliver a work that was above and beyond what they're expecting. They had me go through all these assignments before I was even hired to do free work. That's what it's gonna take. And that internship in itself, this is for the people that don't have any experience. When you're working for free for somebody, first of all, you're gonna have something on your resume to show, and you're gonna be able to speak to a lot of things because if you're just reading blog posts and you're trying to speak during these interviews, you're gonna speak a lot of theory and you're not gonna be able to go in depth. And when people like Neil starts to ask for, for, for recommendations on their site, you're not gonna be able to say anything. And one of the key things that I ask when I interview people is what's the most impressive win in your career thus far? Or maybe it's not your career, what's the most impressive thing that you've done so far? And this is a question that I stole from Elon Musk and it tells a lot, you know, what does that individual think is impressive? And yet you need to ask yourself, what's your most impressive win? Why do you consider that impressive? And is it truly impressive at the end of the day? Neil. One of the key things that I look for in marketers is how creative they are. The best marketers out there think outside the box. They may not have the most experience and that's okay, but the creative ones usually do the best. Why? Because cost of marketing always goes up. Google AdWords will always get more expensive. Facebook ads will always get more expensive. It's not like they're gonna go down in price anytime soon. They always go up. So you need people who are really creative and think outside the box. That's why people like Eric and I are looking for individuals who stand out from the crowd. For example, as I mentioned earlier, if you email me, hey, here's what you're doing wrong and here's how you can fix it, that's creative. I was emailing a guy named Joe, and Joe has a company based in Texas, and he offered me a job for two million base and roughly six, uh, two million base, four million in commissions, so roughly six million dollars a year. That's a lot of cash. And then after that, I got another job offer for someone on the East Coast for roughly one to two a year, including bonuses, so one base, 
to including total compensation. That's a lot. Why? Because when I was talking to them over the phone, they were just trying to hire me as a consultant. I said, look, I don't do any consulting. I broke down how I would fix their business and expand from a marketing standpoint. I was giving them really creative ideas and how they can do things on a shoestring budget without spending millions of dollars. And they're like, wow, we love the creativity. We want to work with you. Creativity is the key. And the way you can shine when you're applying for these jobs is to give a unique angle or perspective on how these businesses can be doing better in marketing and not just in traditional ways like, oh, go spend more on Google ads or go spend more on Facebook ads. If they already have accounts, break down how their copy is terrible and what you would change it as and show stats and data from other sites around the web or talk about new creative channels like Snapchat and how people in their space aren't leveraging it yet, but how but how it could be a gold mine because it's not competitive yet and it's really cheap because it's new. If you wanted to show people that you actually know what you're talking about and if you really want to stand out, the blog post, we gave you an example right there. The PDF is a perfect example. But doing a screencast as if you were the one growing that business, you were the business owner, and you talk about in that screencast, maybe it's you know 20 minutes, 30 minutes, whatever it is exactly, you talk about exactly what you would do to grow the business and you send it to them, it's going to stand out right? Because you put in all that time, you put in all that effort and everything's kind of coming out inside of that video. All your knowledge, everything's being displayed and it shows that you're actually serious about the job. Now, Neil talks about getting offers for $1 million, $2 million. I mean, that's, you think it's really out of reach, but it's actually not out of reach because you're going to find that if you're continually motivated, you're continually learning this stuff, it's not far-fetched for you to get $100,000, $200,000, $300,000 offers. I know just, just a while back, I had a offer for $300,000 with bonuses of $1 million a year. And that's just what happens when you start to stand out. You start writing blog posts, you start learning, you start helping other people, you start doing these things that are above and beyond what the quote-unquote standard or normal person would do. And these things just start to happen. It's all about you know going through, putting in the work, you know enjoying that journey. And at the end, you start to reap the rewards. Neil, do you have anything to add before we hop off? Sure. The one thing you should consider is put your shoes or put yourself in the employer's shoes. If you had your own company or you're a boss trying to hire someone in marketing, would you hire someone who just gives you a general resume or someone who goes above and beyond? Chances are it's going to be the person who goes above and beyond. Why? Because if they go above and beyond to apply for the job, they're going to go above and beyond with once they get the job to perform and do well, work the extra hours and do whatever it takes to succeed. Great point. Great episode. Like I mentioned in the other ones, it helps a lot if you guys leave reviews, ratings, and if you subscribe. Again, let us know what else you'd like to hear about, and we will see you in the next episode of Marketing School. This session of Marketing School has come to a close. Be sure to subscribe for more daily marketing strategies and tactics to help you find the success you've always dreamed of. And don't forget to rate and review so we can continue to bring you the best daily content possible. We'll see you in class tomorrow right here on Marketing School.